You're listening to the light version of the Peace of Persistence. Visit patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash piece of persistence for complete access with double the content and zero ads. Just a quick note, this is part two of a great interview with two-time Jeopardy winner, tenor, and teacher Mokund Marate. Check out last week's episode for part one if you haven't already. What gives you the most satisfaction at this moment in your life? I still get a lot of satisfaction out of performing. Um, if, uh, if someone in church comes up to me after I've sung a solo and tells me how much it meant to them, that's a really wonderful thing. Um, and I get a lot of satisfaction out of teaching. Um, when you have a student who is beating her head against the wall trying to get the song learned and then one day she just sort of finally gets it. And you can almost see it happen. The, the, the light opens up. And they go, oh, now I understand. Oh, I understand what you've been telling me about whether it's a technical thing or a matter of interpretation in a song. Um, that's really, really rewarding. Um, when I started teaching, I had a good friend who tell, told me that, he said, you know, teaching these kids how to sing is going to be the least important thing that you do. And I had no idea what he was talking about. But, but now I do, because sometimes it's just, uh, I teach in a, in, a, in a community college where most of my students don't um, have any background in classical music at all. And uh, here I am making them sing an Italian art song. And sometimes it opens up a world to them of music that they had no idea existed or that aha moment when they realize that the words in a, in a 17th century art song are not really that different from the words in a romantic ballad they heard on, a radio, on the radio yesterday. When they realize that, I say sometimes, this song is 200 years old, and they look at me like, no way. They had music then? You know, because <laughs> they, they don't know. And when they realize that human emotions haven't changed in 200 years or 2,000 years, that's a big revelation. And I always love that moment when it, it finally sort of dawns on them that there's, there's more going on out there in the world than, than they knew about. So you're taking your expansive view of the world and giving it back to your students? I think so because you, you know... I, I try with my students to make them realize that nothing happens in a vacuum. Yes, this man was writing songs when this happened. But at the same time, he was writing the song. Painters were painting. Architects were designing buildings. Political upheavals were happening. And if you know a little bit about all of those things, it's all going to make more sense to you. Yeah. And sometimes my students are surprised that I'm even interested in anything outside my field. Hmm. Um, I had a student once who said uh, that she was going to recite a poem that she'd written for her public speaking class. And I said, oh, I'd love to hear it. And she was really surprised. What, what I'm not singing. I said, it's a performance, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'd love to hear it. And she was really surprised. And that's what I, one of the things I hope I bring to the table as a, as a music teacher. Definitely. What is or was your greatest struggle? Being a freelance musician is not an easy life. 
it's the life I chose, and I wouldn't have chosen any other life. Um, in fact, I frequently tell my students, if they're interested in a musical career, I always say, and I always hope that they will not take it as negativity, but I always say, if you have anything in your life that you think that you could be happy doing besides music, then you should do that. And the only reason you become a musician is because there is no choice. And that's how it was for me. Yeah. Uh, there, there was, when, when I discovered how much I enjoyed singing and how much I loved doing it, there was no other choice. There was nothing else in this world that was going to make me happy. And I was lucky enough to be good enough at it to make a living at it. So I count myself extremely lucky yeah. because I get to do, and I get paid for it, what a lot of people would do just for the love of it, for fun. It's true. You know, uh, and the struggle has been, for me, um, sometimes just making ends meet. It's not, you know, there, there are really, really good times and there are lean times, and you sort of get used to that. Um, and there are times when I certainly wish I had more financial security, you know, and sometimes people who are not musicians get mad when I say that because they want me to be the artiste, you know, they want me to not even be concerned with such mundane things as making a living. Gosh, it's hard though, you know, because they have a, a romanticized notion of what it is to be an artist. Right. You know. And I said that I wouldn't do anything else, but that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't wish I had a regular job. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um so that that has been, you know, that has been a struggle. Um and it's hard because, you know, when you have to pay for your own insurance and and uh and pay for medical bills and stuff, and you don't have a regular, you know, a lot of the money you make goes for that. That's hard yeah. sometimes, you know. And, uh, but fortunately, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I'm married to someone who knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. When I talk about my struggles, I don't have to really explain those things because she goes through them too. She understands it. And, um, I have a wonderful family who has always, uh, once, once my mother got over the initial shock of he's going to become a singer, what is he going to do? Uh, but when she heard me sing at Carnegie Hall, she said to me, uh, uh, she said, you know, you are actually very good. <laughs> and I wanted to say, well, mom, you know, you don't have to sound so surprised. <laughs> but she was very proud of my, my accomplishments, yeah. you know, and it made a big, a big difference to me. And my family has always been there, you know, with, with moral support and, and occasionally financial support when I need it. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's been good. And, you know, um, I'm at a point in my life now where I know that eventually, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to stop singing one day and do, more, do a lot of teaching. And I know I'm going to miss being up on the stage. But um, so, but... That's okay, you know, that's, that's, that's the life I chose, and even, even the 25-year-old knew that it wasn't going to last forever. Sure. So, that's what I do. Within all of that, how do you define success? 
I guess for me, success is the fact that I've, I've gotten to do what I love. You know, there's, there's, uh, I, I certainly don't define ses- success as making a lot of money because I've made a living, but I certainly have become rich. But you've had a family within that. And it's been a struggle raising a family, you know, under those kinds of conditions sometimes. But um, that's definitely a success. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, my two children are two of the nicest people I know. And I don't take any particular credit for that. Um, that's just the, the roll of the dice, and that's how they came out, and I'm really happy about it. I mean, sure, I had something to do with it. <laughs> but, you know, I think it was always who they were. Yeah. Um, and that makes me happy, you know. I, I honestly think that the world is a better place because my children are in it. And that's, I guess that's a success. Yes. Yeah. On Jeopardy and Carnegie. <laughs> Jeopardy and, and singing at Carnegie Hall, those are things that happened to me and things that I did and that I was successful at. And that those things, of course, make me happy. But um, my marriage, my children, my, my family, those aren't things I did. Those are who I am. Yeah. That's, that isn't, that, those aren't accomplishments. That's just, that's me. The guy who came from this family, this mother and father, and who has these sisters and nieces and nephews and cousins and everything, that's who I am. And that's what I'm part of. So I'm lucky that way because we all, we all pretty much get along really well together. And so that's a success. That's great. Do you have any habits or traits that you would attribute to your happiness and success? I think most people see me as a pretty easygoing, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. But um, I think what a lot of people don't see is that deep, deep down, I'm actually pretty stubborn. Hmm. Um, and, and it may be a very quiet kind of thing, but when I get dug in, I really do get dug in. Um, and I think that's it's served me well because I'm in a profession that can be really hard sometimes and harsh. Yeah. And I've just, you know, I've just always just kept going. Yeah. So I think that that has served me well. But you kept the humor in for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I think that's another thing that that keeps me sane. You know, uh, my ability to look at the world and kind of you know kind of cockeyed fashion sometimes <laughs> and find the humor in, in some of the oddest places, but that it, it, it keeps me going. That's great. You mentioned that you seem very high energy to most people, but you kind of have this other side. Um, if there were one thing that you could show people differently about yourself, what would it be? I don't know if there's another side of me that people have seen, but, you know, certainly my, my, persona as a performer is kind of high energy and you know make always making jokes but I uh, just like everybody else I have my moments of doubt I have my moments of worrying about all kinds of things um, I hope that if people know anything about me that they maybe don't know that they know that um, 
there's a saying that it's more important to be kind than it is to be right. And I hope that people, not that I'm planning on leaving anytime soon, but mm. if people remember me for anything, I hope that they will remember that I was a kind person. I try to be a kind person. I will. Thank you. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> if there were one thing that you'd like the world to see differently through your eyes, what would it be? Well, sometimes it seems like very naive, but I just want people to get along. Yeah. Uh, I think that's sometimes why I make jokes, because it's a, it's a good way to ease tensions. It's a good way to be a peacemaker, sometimes. And, um, and that's, you know, that's, that's a, it seems like a very simple thing. You know, I joke sometimes, you know, the world would be a much, much better place if everyone would just do as I said. <laughs> but... Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who feel that way, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm not the guy, anyway. So, uh, but, yeah, um, that's kind of what I'd like people to look at. Do you have any advice for us? Yeah, I think it's uh, really important to remember that life is way too serious to take it seriously all the time. <laughs> I love it. Morgan, thank you so much for inviting me to your home today and letting me interview you. I always love spending time with you today, and I am just so thankful that you would share your insights with us. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. For me, too. And thank you for joining us today on The Piece of Persistence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share us with a friend or take a minute to review us on iTunes, YouTube, or IMDb. Every review and every share goes a really long way in helping new people discover our show. Also, if you happen to know somebody who is extraordinarily happy and genuinely happy and has achieved some kind of success in their lives, if you think they'd be a good fit for the show, please email us at pieceofpersistence at gmail.com and let us know. In the meantime, please don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and YouTube if you haven't already, and join us next time on The Piece of Persistence for more great content to help us all build the happiness and success in our lives. Thanks for joining us on The Piece of Persistence Light. To hear what Alex Trebek said about Mukin's wife, his surrealistic riddles, and how he learns motivation through his students, visit Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, slash Piece of Persistence for double the content and zero ads. Or just because you love the show and want to support us. See you there. <laughs>